Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes. Uh, the two of us are both wearing Batman shirts. Accidentally. We, we opened up Discord video and just went, hey! Hey! Look at that! So that, that's the energy we're bringing to the table today. Just two pals in matching Batman shirts. Except one of them's a sweater and one of them's a tank top. <laughs> Completely opposite. Batman tops. <laughs> opposite shirts, but with the same depiction on them of the great Batman logo that we all love to see. <laughs> Our good friends, that uh, that Batman logo, baby. Uh, do, 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 do. So, today... We are continuing to talk about some X-Men. We could talk about X-Men for the rest of the lifespan of this podcast, probably, if we wanted to. Um, There's just so many of those gosh dang guys. There are so many of them, and they keep making new ones. Uh, But we are going to touch on just uh, a couple more X-Men before we talk about something else. And then, inevitably, in the future, talk about some more X-Men. Uh, but we are today going to talk about uh, an- another personal favorite X-Man of mine, uh, Piotr Rasputin, uh, also known as Colossus. He's big. He is, he's, he's big, and he's strong, and uh, he's my friend. Uh, so... Piotr is introduced in, uh, 1975. Uh, he is one of the X-Men who's introduced in, uh, the, like, special issue called Giant Size X-Men, uh, written by, uh, Len Wein and drawn by Dave Cockrum, uh, which is the sort of, uh, special issue that introduced a bunch like a new iteration of the x-men team basically uh that had a bunch of what would go on to be very well-known characters in it uh such as wolverine and storm and nightcrawler uh and also uh colossus our our good friend who maybe not quite as as well-known as the others but um Still still a pretty, you know, a, a very recognizable X-Man and one who's been on the team pretty consistently since uh, since that time. You see him and you go, that's an X-Man. That, that guy right there, that is an X-Man for sure. <laughs> um, he was, uh, Dave Cockrum, uh, came up with the design for him. He was basically, uh, created as, because, you know, they needed a tank for Team Comp. <laughs> so important. Um. We just need a guy that hits stuff. We need a guy who is big and hits stuff and also gets hit by stuff. Um, Wolverine hits stuff, but he's very small. <laughs> We need a bigger one. <laughs> we just need a big... Can we get Wolverine but make him, like, three times bigger? <laughs> and silver. 
<laughs> what is this, a mutant for ants? He needs to be at least three times this big. Um, so the, uh, as you probably could guess from the name, uh, Pyotr is Russian. He is also, he is descended from Rasputin, like the historical figure, Rasputin. Uh, and Rasputin in this context obviously was a mutant. Um, I feel like, I feel like Rasputin is like one of those, like, historical figures where if you're writing, like, any sort of, like, sci-fi fantasy that, like, takes place in, like, our world, you, like, come up with a reason for, like, Rasputin to be like, oh, he was, like, a secret vampire, or, like, he was a mutant, or he was, you know, whatever my, like, special, like, magic, you know, thing is. <laughs> um, and in the X-Men, in the Marvel Universe, he was canonically a mutant, so. What did he do? <laughs> Uh, he, I think, I believe he had some sort of mutant power that, uh, kept, made him very difficult to kill. A lot of them are that. <laughs> so a it lot does of them, track. A lot of them do, uh, do cover that. Um, I, I don't, um, there's this whole thing, they get into it later, there's, like, this whole thing about, like, him being, like, reincarnated. Um, I don't know if that's, like, his mutant power, or if that's just an extra thing he did. Um, but, uh, you know. Anyways, uh, uh, Pyotr, uh, grew up in, uh, in Russia, in, I think, technically in Siberia. Um, he, uh, had a, uh, Younger sister, Ileana, who we will be talking about next week. Spoilers. Uh, and an older brother, uh, Mikhail, who, uh, was a cosmonaut who seemingly died in, you know, a, uh, a, a accident. Uh, you will never guess. <laughs> You'll never guess what happened. <laughs> D did he go evil? Yes, he didn't actually die. The Russian government faked his death, and he uh, came back, and he was evil. But he he didn't stay evil, so that's an accomplishment, I think, in the the grand scheme of the superhero siblings, presumed dead superhero siblings. Um, he uh, his powers like a lot of mutants. Uh, first appeared, uh, during his teen years, uh, his sister was, like, about to be, uh, hit by a, uh, a tractor, and, uh, he saved her, and his powers activated to, uh, to help protect her, um, his powers being that, uh, he can turn his whole body into, uh, a very powerful type of steel. Um, or it might be, like, <laughs> I think it's sort of like a special made-up comic book metal, but, uh, it's... I mean, it would be wild if it was, like, a normal metal. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, just a regular <laughs> metal. 
Um, it's, uh, it's steel-ish. Um, and he was already a very, uh, large and strong guy before that. Um, but in his, you know, powered up form, he, uh, is even stronger. Uh, and obviously, you know, much, uh, more durable <laughs> because his whole body is metal. Um, and also much heavier because his whole body is metal. <laughs> um, and he, uh, he can, like, he can take a lot, uh, a lot of damage in his metal form and then, uh, be okay when he turns back. I think there was one point, I think maybe, maybe the Hulk broke his arms while he was, uh, metal and they had to, like, fix his arms while he was still metal so that he didn't turn back and have extremely broken arms. <laughs> Weld um, his arms back on. Basically, yeah. <laughs> do you basically have to, just Do you have to use like a specific metal to weld it back on or can you just like mig weld it and then it's fine? <laughs> that I don't know. Um but uh so he discovers his power uh saving his younger sister. Uh, and then is contacted, uh, by Professor X, who finds out about, you know, uh, <laughs> this very strong, cool mutant in Siberia, um, and is contacted to be a member of this new X-Men team, because the, uh, original X-Men <laughs> were, uh, kidnapped by... Krakoa, the sentient island uh, that all the X-Men live on now. Um, <laughs> lot of co lot of complicated lore involving Krakoa, the sentient island. Um, but initially what happened was the original five X-Men were kidnapped. Uh, Professor X had to find some new X-Men to help them because <laughs> he couldn't call the X-Men to help them because they were the X-Men. Uh, so he uh, found Storm and Logan and uh, Piotr uh, and some others. Um, and once uh, once they rescued the original X-Men, they all also stayed on uh, as new X-Men. Uh, and Piotr started going by uh, Colossus. I think, I think, I think. Professor X comes up with the name, um, but it's, I mean, it fits, so, uh, his parents are still alive when he joins the X-Men, which, I mean, is, like, somewhat noteworthy, but also a bunch of the X-Men have had alive parents. I'm well, just, I mean... I mean, it, sometimes superheroes have to have a reason to do the things that they do and a lot of the times they're like uh dead parents but dead parents with the x-men they do have the built-in thing of like hey um everybody does hate you now <laughs> I, i'm very sorry but um everybody does hate you for uh the fact that you have superpowers 
<laughs> so uh, maybe you should come to my fun school. Uh, he um, early on in one of his uh, early X Men adventures, um, he goes uh, he goes to uh, the Savage Land. Uh, the capital S Savage Land, and he meets this woman named uh, Nereel, and she convinces him to sleep with her in a way that sounds like a little bit weird. Um, it sounds it. <laughs> she says it's like she's like, oh, we have to do this ritual uh to create a new life. Um, it sounds, it seems a little coercive, basically. Um, not great. Not great. Not ideal. But also, Um, (laughs) ritual to create new life is a wild euphemism for sex. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) Hey, hey, honey. Um, so I'm thinking later tonight, you want to do a ritual to create new life? (laughs) damn when you put it like that uh you you know i love that witchy shit let's go um i i bring this up because uh this happens he leaves uh he goes back later and sees her again and she has a son um who she names peter but she claims it's not his son but then later they find out that it is. Um, so I don't, I don't know what's, uh, if this kid still exists or is alive, but possibly, uh, Colossus just has a son in the Savage Land somewhere hanging out with the dinosaurs and stuff. I mean, you know. Yeah. Also, I like how it's. <laughs> Did you name it, like, Peter, like, P-E-T-E-R? Yes. (laughs) I- Welcome to the Savage Lands. We're gonna anglicize your name. And name this child after you, kind of? Or maybe just another dude named, actually, Peter. Um, Piotr does, uh, he does go by Peter at, like, different points. Um, and, like, I'm never, like, I don't know if that's, like, a writer's, like, choice kind of thing, or if it's, like, people are trying to show him, like, um, assimilating more, um, or, like, what, like, they just forget. They're like, that's basically Peter. I'm just gonna call him Peter. Um, but he, he has... He has occasionally gone by Peter, and then, like, at one point, uh, all of the X-Men lost their memory, and he was just, like, being like, oh, I'm, my name is Peter Nicholas now, uh, a normal guy. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. Uh, also, uh, uh, relatively early on in his, uh, X-Men tenure, um, his, uh, sister, Ileana, is, uh, kidnapped by, uh, Arcade, uh, and then they rescue her, 
uh, and then she's kidnapped again, <laughs> um, and she's trapped in limbo, um, where she ages up very quickly, or she ages up normally, but time passes more quickly there than it does on Earth, um, so she reappears significantly older, um, but that's, uh, stuff we could talk about in more detail next week um <laughs> but Piotr does spend a significant amount of time just stressed about his sister <laughs> and what's going on with her because uh there's always something it's yeah always um, always 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 something uh he also starts dating um kitty pride uh when she first uh joins the X-Men and she's like a a little bit younger than him and like sort of has like a crush like at first that she like doesn't like really want to act on. Uh but they end up uh dating for a little while. Um and then he breaks up with her when he uh like, develops feelings for this alien woman. Uh, but they do get back together later. Uh, significantly later. And now they're broken up again. Now they've done a whole thing, but we, uh, can talk about that. Um, he, uh, as with basically, uh, every superhero who has like you know like an alternate like powered up form or something like that at one point he does uh become stuck in his metal form and he can't change back of course of course yeah you you've gotta you've gotta do that um although walking around as like a big metal man is like that that seems ideal to me yeah, as far as, you know, like, uh, super-powered forms to be stuck in goes, that that one's pretty good. Um, I guess you're, like, probably too heavy to, like, I don't know, safely ride in a car, maybe, but... Uh, well... It's fine. There's a bunch of other cool stuff you can do. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll figure Plus, it out. You'll be fine. It's the Marvel Universe. I sh I'm sure that they make cars for very heavy superheroes. <laughs> Just extremely dense people. Yeah. They're all over the place. Um, he, uh, also, uh, also has a brief romance with, uh, Callisto, who's, uh, another mutant, uh, one of the Morlocks, who are a group of, like, uh, a bunch of mutants who live in the sewers. A bunch of, like, angry mutants who hate society and live in the sewers underneath New York City. Okay. Uh, All yeah, right. I think, he, I think he dates her during, or I don't know if they even, like, how involved they are, but... I think it's during the time that he loses his memory and he's, uh, Peter Nicholas. Um. Completely normal dude. Regular guy Peter Nicholas. 
just regular tall, strong man, but a pretty normal amount of tall and strong and not made of metal. <laughs> um, his uh, brother, also when he comes back to life, um, start, like joins the Morlocks and becomes their leader and like tries to do some like cult thing he's like he's a mutant and he has like some sort of like energy warping powers uh and like the russian government was doing uh experiments on him and he like ended up in another dimension (laughs) you know it's classic uh wednesdays am i right um but he uh comes back and he's mentally unstable uh from all of that and he like starts like leading the morlocks and tries to do like a weird uh cult thing with them uh and seemingly like uh kills them all but actually transports them to another dimension and then comes back again later and is like hey sorry about all that <laughs> um <laughs> so d- d- you know it's fine i guess um his uh uh sister gets kidnapped again and then they rescue her again and then uh she dies from the legacy virus which is uh this virus that's like specifically deadly to mutants um and uh Piotr being uh very upset about this ends up joining uh Magneto um and whatever Magneto's current you know team of uh mutant rights activists are um but uh he joins up with them uh in grief and then is like actually I think I'm going to keep working with them because they have some good ideas. I don't like the violence, but maybe if I keep hanging out with them, I can convince them to be less violent. How does that work out for him? Uh, not, uh, not great. Uh. That would be my assumption. <laughs> yeah, you know, he really, he tries his best. Um, but, uh, it's, it's not... <laughs> It's not enough. It's, uh, not enough to, uh, make Magneto's acolytes not want to do murders, and it's not enough to stop, uh, Magneto and Professor X from doing their... Thing. Thing. (laughs) You know. Their thing. Uh, so he, um, leaves and, uh, ends up joining Excalibur, the, uh... British mutant superhero team um because he's looking for Kitty uh who has joined Excalibur um has a uh a new boyfriend uh he gets upset about this and attacks Kitty's new boyfriend which is not good no don't do this um I think I think it's portrayed in a way to be like, 
he's really going through it right now, but still don't do that no matter what you are going through. Um, but, uh, after, after they sort that out and he's like, sorry, I was really going through it. Um, he joins Excalibur, uh, for a little bit. Um, one cute thing is that apparently, uh, Lockheed, Kitty's dragon, um, really wants Kitty to be dating Piotr instead, <laughs> and keeps trying to, like, get them together, and I'm like, I wanna, I wanna read this children's book about a little, a little miniature dragon trying to <laughs> get its mom to date someone different. Like, that feels like a Hallmark Christmas movie. It extremely does. Um, also just constantly love that Kitty just has a little dragon. I know we talked about this when we talked about Kitty. It's so, it's not related to any of her powers or anything. She just has one. Yeah, they're friends. They're, they're friends? Um, and, uh, he has opinions on who Kitty should be dating. Um, and, I mean, I can't blame him because I have always really liked Kitty and Piotr also. Um, but, alas, it's not to be for me. Um, they, uh, after this, um, uh, Beast, uh, Hank McCoy, uh, comes up with a cure for the legacy virus, which they've been trying to figure out this whole time. Uh, and, uh, the cure, um, the legacy virus was, like, released into the population because, like, the mutant, like, patient zero died, and, like, when they died, the virus became airborne. Uh, so, like, the first cure that Hank manages to come up with is, like, the same thing. So it's, like, if we inject somebody with this and they die, then everyone will be cured. Um, I'm sorry, what? But... Hank. Hanklin. Um, <laughs> how does that do anything? <laughs> you inject someone with the cure, and then they die, and when they die, the well, cure the... becomes airborne. It cure... It clearly did not cure them. <laughs> well, no. How do you know if the cure works? You're just sacrificing people. <laughs> oh, I I think, in Hank's defense, I think he manages to come up with this, and he's like, well, this is not ideal. <laughs> um, I would like to have, um, a version that doesn't work like this. Um, but, uh, Piotr, who's still very upset about his sister and doesn't want anyone else to die in the same way, is like, no, I'll do it. I will take the cure and sacrifice myself <laughs> in this way that I, it, it truly does not seem scientifically possible. Especially since once um, it's airborne, how are you going to get it to everybody? <laughs> They just, it's, in, it's just in the air. They all just breathe it. <laughs> in the air. <laughs> you know. That's not how it works. Especially 
if the virus itself is airborne, the people who have it are probably gonna be in, like, sealed off rooms so that other people don't get it. Are they <laughs> just... Alright, alright. Pewter died. Time to get little baggies of air from around his body and take it into every hospital room that contains a mutant suffering from this virus and just releasing it next to their mouth. We just start fanning the air. Okay, breathe in. Little by little. Um, it does, it does work. It shouldn't work. None the, of it in... should work. None of it should work at all, but it does because it's comic books. <laughs> it's comic books. He's a very noble sacrifice. He saves a bunch of people's lives. Um, but it's also being comic books. Surprise, he's not actually dead. Oh my goodness. He's, he's, oh my he, he lives on in the cure in the air that everybody breathes in. And there's just a little bit of Pyotr in everybody now. Look in your heart. He's there. Remember his he sacrifice. <laughs> he died for your sins. <laughs> um, he did, and there's a little bit of him in all of us, but also in um a much more literal sense. Uh, after this, uh, when in Astonishing X Men, when they have the whole thing with uh the, like, scientist that creates the mutant cure, um, they find out that, uh, this, uh, one of the people who helped develop this cure, um, is an alien named Ord, um, but had secretly, uh, taken Peter's body, uh, Peter's body, and, uh, revived it, um, and then used the legacy virus cure that was in his bloodstream to engineer the mutant cure. Um. Seems complicated. Seems extremely complicated. Um. But the X-Men find out that Piotr is still alive, um, and he and Kitty have some, uh, have some stuff to work out, but do start dating again. Um, they also, uh, sometime around this is when he discovers that he's descended from Rasputin and, like... A bunch of, like, his, like, distant relatives are dying because uh, if, like, there's, like, one remaining member of this bloodline, then Rasputin will be, like, reincarnated into their body. Um. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. And also Mr. Sinister is helping out because he's was friends with Rasputin. It's <laughs> <laughs> just um, sinister. It's just like, oh, my my good friend Rasputin. Well, time to make sure he gets reincarnated. <laughs> time to just start killing some Russian people. Just doing, like, genealogy.com. 
searching for Rasputin's. <laughs> All right, so Adjusting first thing is little glasses. I'm gonna need you to take this DNA test. No, it's just a cheek swab. It's fine. All right. Um, now I'm comparing it to my good friend Rasputin's DNA, and uh, you are related. So I'm very sorry about this, but I do have to kill you now. <laughs> do you have any family members I should know about? <laughs> uh. Would would love uh love if you could just give me a full and complete list. Uh he uh Kitty does that thing where she's like uh trapped in a big uh Space bullet. Space bullet. Yeah. And you know, you remember the big space bullet. I, I um, definitely remember the big space bullet. <laughs> Magneto brought her back. Yeah. So Kitty's gone for a little while in this big space bullet, and Piotr is uh, very sad about it. But then Magneto brings her back from space in her big bullet, um, and that makes him feel better. <laughs> uh, he also, um, he, uh, he becomes, um, during Fear Itself, he becomes the new Juggernaut. Um, because uh Juggernaut is um Juggernaut <laughs> Juggernaut gets uh his powers um from a um a gem what that he got from a god what <laughs> that's a little fun Juggernaut fact <laughs> <laughs> no no no. <laughs> yeah, it's a god, uh, it's a god named, uh, uh, Sidoract. Sidoract. Um, and, uh, he has, uh, a, um, this gem, this, uh, crimson gem, uh, that, gi <laughs> that gives you Juggernaut powers. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Juggernaut had it, uh, Kane Marco. Juggernaut had it for a long time, and then, um, during Fear Itself, he, uh, became, uh, Korth Breaker of Stone, um, and- What kind of D&D &D name is that? <laughs> extremely D&D. &D. Um, it's, uh, oh, whole, Fear Itself is like a, a complicated Asgard thing, and there's like a bunch of, uh, like- like different hammers that give people different god powers and the juggernaut gets one of them um so Piotr is the new juggernaut um for a little bit uh he takes the juggernaut power so that he can potentially fight K Marco the former juggernaut who's now a god herald guy <laughs> Um, question. Yeah. Do the power stack? Do you do it? Do the do Juggernaut's power stack, or do Juggernaut Coloss with Colossus? I believe so. I mean, I think he's still metal and now has inertia. Incredible. <laughs> he has super inertia. Um. Uh. This. Uh. He is able to fight Kane, Marco, the previous juggernaut. Um, Kitty breaks up with him 
um, for being too self-sacrificing. Uh, which, I mean, is true, um, and fair. It is sort a little bit funny out of context to be like, I cannot deal with how heroic you are. Um, but it is a, a pretty classic, uh, classic Colossus problem. I mean, it's gotta be pretty stressful. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I never know if you're gonna die or not. Can can you can you chill out? Because I can't really deal with it. Um, he uh, he and Ileana are two of the X Men who um get like Phoenix uh powers for a little bit. Um, but uh. They, uh, they end up, like, they don't last as long. Uh, it's, like, him, Ileana, Namor, (laughs) Scott, and Emma, and, like, the other three they manage to get the Phoenix Force out of them, and then it's just Scott and Emma. (laughs) And then I think it's just Scott, (laughs) um, who, you know, has a, uh, normal time (laughs) with it, uh... His powers are a little wonky after that, but he, you know, he, he pulls through. Um, a, um, a couple, when it was, so it was the same time as the Bat-Cat wedding, which was summer of, my god, it must have been 2018, almost three years ago, um, almost three years ago now, uh, Bat-Cat failed to get married. Um, but, uh, at the same time that that was happening, um, Kitty and Piotr, uh, got back together, um, a little, a little bit weirdly, they were, like, they were back on the same team, um, and at first, uh, Kitty said she didn't want to date him again, but then she changed her mind, and then she sort of, like, proposed to him out of nowhere, um, so they had, like, a wedding planned, uh, which did, like, seem to be partly just so they, like, had, like, like, they wanted, like, a superhero event wedding, um, to compete with the Batcat wedding, because, like, all of DC's marketing that summer was about the Batcat wedding, and, like, maybe it was, like, a complete coincidence, uh... But it did seem a little bit like Marvel was like, oh, fuck, we need a wedding. <laughs> uh, somebody's gotta get married. Um, but, uh, like, the night before the wedding, um, Kitty had a conversation with Ileana, um, who she also has a lot of history with, uh, his- <laughs> I, the history, <laughs> Ileana's, like, Oh, like, did, did, did Kitty and Ileana date? <laughs> Is that what you mean? They did, they did not date, but they've had a lot of subtext. Ileana is basically, like, probably, like, 70% of the reason, um, why people were, like, r- reading Kitty as by <laughs> Kitty bye. Kitty bye. Um... Before she did actually come out as bi, or I don't know if she like talked about it, but she kissed a woman recently. 
Um, so some form of Kitty Pride Wallowa confirmed. Um, but she has this conversation with Ileana where she's like, do you think I'm like rushing into this? And Ileana's like, well, like, not to be rude, but yes. Uh, and so Kitty ends up leaving him at the altar, basically. Um, like, honestly, if they wanted to compete with the Bat Cat wedding, they should have just had two characters actually get married. Um, but I think, uh... Comics hates a marriage. Comics hates a marriage. I think, uh, like, what, like, Gambit, like, proposes to Rogue in the same issue, so he's like, I have an idea. We can get married instead. Um... Poor Piotr. Like I said, I've always, I've always been really fond of Colossus. I think it was like, I read, I think it was in Astonishing X-Men, like where he comes back to life, which was a comic I read at like a pretty formative comic reading age. I was like, oh, he's just nice. Um, like he, uh, he is, he's prone to self-sacrifice and he has definitely had some moments uh, that were not good, like uh, beating up Kitty's new boyfriend. Um, but generally, he's um, depicted as, you know, like, kind of, like, introverted and, like, soft-spoken and, like, doesn't really like violence. Um, he's, you know pretty upset the first time he has to, like, you know, kill somebody in self-defense. Um, he, uh, is, has, like, a, he cares about his family a lot. He has, like, a very, like, strong sense of, uh, you know, like, duty and responsibility. Um, and I just, (laughs) I think it's really nice. I don't know, like, you love, uh, you love to see a gentle giant. (laughs) type um even though there have definitely been comics that have been uh, more like oh he's we gotta make him edgier um because you know comics uh but um for the most part and also in my uh ideal version of him he's just he's just a good boy He's just a nice, he's just a nice young man, um, who is really big and can turn his body into metal. You love to Um, see it. You do love to see that. Um, I do, I do love, I love to see him in, uh, in Deadpool, um, even though it's, like, obviously, like, a much more, like, jokey jokes comedy version, um... I was really excited that he was, like, in the first Deadpool movie. Um, and I was like, oh, he's just, he's just nice. <laughs> he's just a nice guy. He's just a nice young Russian man. We we love a nice man. We just love, love a nice, a nice, strong man. Yeah, that's, um, that's my, my Colossus take. My Colossus take is I like when he's nice. Smiley face. I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat. Uh, did you have, uh, did you have anything, anything else to discuss? No, I, 
I thought briefly about reading a comic, and then time slipped away. Time keeps on slipping. Slipping. Into the future. Slipping. Uh, I've worked on Luke. I'm getting tired of working on Luke, which is very sad for me. <laughs> uh, but he's coming along. May May 4th. Keep, keep an eye out. He's coming. Watch out. <laughs> he's coming. Oh, Lord. He's coming. Uh, how about you? Did you read anything? Um, I did not read. Well, I read, um, I read a little bit more Invincible. Not, um, not that much. And I was going to catch up on comics, uh, yesterday. And, uh, then I. <laughs> My roommate asked if I wanted to watch Shadow and Bone with her, and I was like, yes, obviously, I want to do that. Um, so A, a that, good use uh, of your time. It was a good use of my time. Um, I've watched... We're halfway through it now. Um, I am really enjoying it. Um, I keep I meaning going, to I, read the books. <laughs> I keep meaning to. Um, and yet... I. I I mean, reading is hard. I like. I will say, you don't need me to tell you this. You would love them. Oh, for sure. I know I would love them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. Just everything I hear about it, I'm like, oh, that would be something I'm into. And yet, and yet, and consuming yet. content, it's hard. Um, there were um a few comics announcements uh i think since last time we spoke uh including a um new uh blue and gold boostle's back baby oh yeah um boostle's back and they're trying to get famous on tiktok honestly um, good honestly yeah whoever pitched that thank you Thank you. You're correct. Uh, it's absolutely true. I, I'm just, I mean, they could be doing anything, and I would simply be excited to see them. Um, but that is, it, it is truly, God, I wanna, I wanna watch Booster Gold make TikToks. <laughs> it would be so um, good. So freaking good. Um, so... That's very exciting. Um, DC is uh, doing a digital comic series uh, in the Justice League cartoon universe, um, which is very exciting. Um, next month, also, um, DC is doing... All of my like comics announcements are very DC-focused. <laughs> um, Next month, uh, DC is doing, uh, Festival of Heroes, um, which is, like, an anthology book, uh, focusing on, uh, its Asian characters, um, and also, like, Asian comics creators writing and drawing them, um, but, uh, that, uh, I think, like, in, in... Presumably the same vein as, like, Marvel Voices and, like, the DC Pride, uh, event, like, that sort of thing. Um, but, um, 
very excited, saw a variant cover that had uh, Cass on it, and I was like, <gasps> she! Um, so, that's neat. Um, I think those are the things I wanted to mention. Um, yeah, but you, uh, can find out comics, uh, news stuff often by following us on Twitter. Um, you can also see new episodes there. You can, uh, also find those on, uh, Tumblr and Instagram and Facebook. Just follow us at Capes and Japes on your respective platform of choice. Um, we have a Discord server, um, if you want to join us there, uh, talk to me about Shadow and Bone when I finish it, uh, maybe see Briar's Luke picks, depending on how that goes, um, all, all kinds, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff on Discord. Um, we have a Patreon, uh, if you want to support us on there. Uh, you can, uh, get bonus content, watch stuff, help us pick what we talk about. Um, that is great. If you can't support us there, another way to help us out, if you want to do that, is leaving a rating and review. Um, we got a notice for a new review last week, uh, except it said it was from 2019, um, which is wild. So, it is wild. If you left a review, uh, in 2019 and we never said anything about it, um, I don't know why we were not alerted to it, but I'm very sorry, and, um, Maybe we just got access to Peru. We- <laughs> Making it big in Peru, baby. I don't know how charts work for, like, reviews and- everything for different countries um so maybe chartable just didn't have access to peru until last week thank maybe. you peru thank you thank you peru um we did in fact keep going we did keep going i we followed your advice and we kept going um thank you very much for your very kind review uh uh for iitjtj i don't know if that's pronounced as a word or not. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you, <laughs> if you want to leave a rating and review, hopefully it will not take us two years to find out about it. Um, and we will thank you for it. Um, telling a friend about the show, if you think that they would be interested in it, is another, uh, great way to support us. And also just, uh, being here, just coming back and joining us as you have done once again. So thank you for being here this week on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, he's just a nice guy. <gasps> Maybe just let, just let guys be nice. Uh.